Welcome to your Life and Restaurant Podcast, the podcast of restaurant owners, by restaurant owners, for restaurant owners, where together we discover a better life, balance, and profits. Here is your host, Jose Pepe Lamas. Hello, welcome my restaurant heroes. Welcome to your life in restaurant. This is your podcast. This is the podcast for you, the restaurant owner. Today, we're going to ask the question, how do you free more of your time? How does the business run by itself without you being there? I know as restaurant owners, we feel overwhelmed. We feel like we have to do so much. We have so much in our plate. We tend to do, or at least want to do everything. We think that if we want it done right, we have to do it ourselves. But what happens if we see things this way, the restaurant is always going to need us. So how do we get more free time? If we have to do everything ourselves, how are we going to step out of the business and do other things outside of work. Spend more time with your family, take care of more your health, exercise, do hobbies. If you do everything yourself, you can't do this. So how can we make sure that the business keeps running? Look at your business door. Your goal is that with or without you, that door still stays open. No matter what, that door has to be open. The only way you're going to achieve freedom is by designing systems in your restaurant. Life itself is a system. Nature itself is a system. Think about it. We have a immune system, cardiovascular system. A digestive system, a reproduction system. Everything's a system. Whether you believe in God or not, we were designed as a system. And that's how life works. Systems make sure that you get the results that you want. Think about it. When we get sick, we don't tell our T cells to go destroy foreign pathogens or bacteria or viruses. It happens without us even knowing. We eat. We know it comes out, right? Do we tell our stomach and our colon to do its duties? No, it just happens. It's a system. What about our reproduction system? We know what would happen in... How persons come into this world, right? That's a system. And that's what you need to do in your business. You need to think and recognize where systems need to be in place in your business. Are you doing everything? Do you do the ordering of the food? Are you cooking the food? 
Does everything have to be run by you? Are you opening the restaurant? Are you closing the restaurant yourself? That's a very restaurant owner needy place. And you need systems. There's a question you need to ask yourself. If I was to leave my restaurant for a month, would it survive? If the answer is no, then you have a lot of work to do. The key goal here is for you to fall off the face of the planet and to make sure that your restaurant keeps running. Make sure food gets delivered to your place. Make sure hiring gets done. Make sure that door stays open. Everything. So if you're taking on all these roles, if you're doing the bookkeeping, the accounting, the ordering, the closing, you need systems for all this. That's the only way you're going to get freedom. William Denning was known for helping Japan's auto industry become one of the best in the world. His focus was on total quality control. He believed that people generally want to do good. They generally want to do a good job. I mean, you don't wake up going to your job and saying, I'm going to screw up my job today. People generally want to do a good job. So he said that mistakes don't happen because of people. Mistake happen because of systems because of the system it's in place for example do your servers mess up a lot or do they complain the customer order wrong well the customer doesn't want to mess up his order and the server doesn't want to make up his order it's just there's no system in place so mistakes don't happen so you need to have a system for them to repeat the order every time. That's the system. If you repeat the order every time, mistakes will be minimized. Have you gone to Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out here in California? In-N-Out, it's big. They always repeat your order. They have set that system up so there's no mistakes. And that's an example of a system. Another example of a system, we had problems, we make tortas. Tortas are Mexican sandwiches. So we need to go buy the bread. The problem with it, sometimes we had a bunch of bread, and other times we didn't have any bread. So we were telling customers, oh, we don't have it, and you don't want to do that. You always want to have everything. The problem was that there was no system. We would just randomly go get the bread in different times. You can't do that. You can't rely to memory. You need a system in place. So now we go three times a week to get bread. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. No matter what, we stop by the bakery on the way to work and we get bread Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So how did we design the system? We said we need to have 10 breads. That's how much we need to have in stock. So Monday, we go and buy 10 breads. 
if by Wednesday we only have five, then how many breads are we going to buy? We're going to buy five breads to get back up to 10. If by Friday we have one bread, then we're going to buy nine breads. So that's a system. Now I need to go further because I'm the one buying the bread right now. I actually need to go further in assigning somebody to pick up that bread. Because remember, the goal here is for the business to run without you. So that bread system is working. Now I need to figure out who's going to go pick up the breads when I'm not there. How do we create a system? We first figure out the end result. What do we want? What result do we want? Then from there, after starting with the end result, we work backwards and we reverse engineer every step. So we start with the output, then we work backwards to know what inputs you're going to put in. And again, that's what a system is. There's a certain input is going to give you that output. The point is to make the system fairly easy, very elementary, step by step, that anyone can do it. For example, we have a closing checklist that anybody could close the restaurant. We have step one, close the cash register. Step two, close the credit card machine. Step three, turn off the radio. Step four, turn off the lights. Step five, check the stove. Step six, and so forth. Anybody could turn the radio off. Anybody could close the batch on the credit card machine. Anybody can turn off the lights. You're just making it that way. So if you're not ever there, anybody could look that checklist up and they could successfully close. Airplanes, pilots, they have a checklist, a pre-flight checklist that they go through every single time to make sure that flight is successful. It's a very simple checklist. So a checklist is a form of a system. Restaurant owners feel they have to do everything. I understand that. I'm one myself. And I know sometimes we feel that in order to be right or to make sure it's done right, we have to do it ourselves. But we need to fight that urge. We need to learn how to delegate. Because delegate actually creates more power rather than less. You become more free, more free to do certain economic outputs that you can only do. But in order to delegate and have more freedom, you need systems. And don't be afraid to delegate. Just make sure there's a system that it's going to help you. Make sure there's checklists. A lot of restaurants already have uh, systems in place that are often overlooked. For example, the POS system, point of sale system. To computers to make sure servers always charge the same time and makes your job easier but just pressing a button and closing at night it makes it faster to do your closing 
your servers closing so much easier. You could check your sales any time of the day, your weekly, your monthly. It's a system, and it helps your life be better. That's what systems do. Another one that it took me a while to realize, but I, if you're listening out there, you need a camera system. You need a surveillance system. It's going to save you from a lot of problems. Trust me on this. For example, one time we had a lady that she said she had left her bag there. She swore she left her bag there. And she was getting angry. So I said, hold on, let me check the cameras real quick. So we both checked the cameras. Found a date. We scrolled through the camera. And you could clearly see she grabs her purse, puts it under her arm, and walks out the door. That saved us. If I imagine if I didn't have cameras, she would think we stole it. An employee stole it. She would have sworn. Imagine people don't want to make mistakes. It's just there's no system with a camera system. And maybe she found it later. She was able to know it wasn't there. And her brain maybe thought of possibly where she could have left it. Another time, a customer swore he had given us a $20 bill. He swore. So I said, okay, let me check the camera. And of course, it wasn't a $20 bill. It was a $10 bill. So he wanted more change. Was he doing it on purpose or not on purpose? I don't know. But once again, saved by the camera. Because if not, I would have had to give him $10 extra. Because you know you can't really fight with the customer. But that's why cameras help you. Another way cameras help us is to overlook the operation. Overlook the how busy it is. What are employees doing? What time can I get there? Because before I was blind. I was running things blind. I would always be stressing out to always be there at a certain time. But sometimes you check the camera and they're not that busy at all. So maybe you could take another extra 10 minutes in your car and meditate or do something else you had to do really quick. But before I would be so stressed out on time because I thought they were going to be so busy. And now I check the cameras. I see they're not that busy. I could take 10, 15 minutes more. And you also check what employees are doing. Are they being efficient? What's going on? So you need a camera system. Trust me. It's small. I know they're not that cheap. But it's a great investment. Just like POS. I know a lot of point of sale systems. I know a lot of people out there are still writing. That's insane to me. It's, It's wasting your time. Money's going through your fingers. If you're still writing things down. You need a point of sale system. You need a camera system. In conclusion. Systems are a reality. And the way world the world really works. And the only way you're going to be free. If you have these systems in your restaurant. 
always start thinking what what's going wrong, where do I need problems, and remember, people don't want to mess up. It's because of the system or the absence of a system. So start with the end in mind, what res- specific result you want, then work your way backwards and create that system that's going to give you that output. Don't be afraid to delegate again. Avoid that tendency to want to do everything yourself. And please invest in a point of sale system again and cameras. You will be glad you did. That's all for today on this podcast for systems. I hope you got practical advice, which is my goal every single episode. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect. I still got to do a lot of systems in my own place. Because if I left for a month, God knows that that restaurant wouldn't run by itself. But my goal here is to give you practical advice. Something that you could take today and, and put into practice. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please subscribe and share this with anybody else you think would benefit from listening to this. Thank you so much. Until next time, my restaurant heroes, have a great week.